Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Call me on Instagram at sarcastic.ka.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com, and get the books. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started, or it's just winding down, or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. And I am glad for that. Have a bonus podcast episodes up this week. And um, I'm just going to talk about God this week. Talk about my experiences with God. Just a bunch of little mini episodes every day this week about my journey with God. So I am grateful. I have no desire to drink today, and I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is delicious. So when I went to Alcoholics Anonymous for the first time seriously when I was completely deflated and I was willing to do anything something did happen to me when I was leaving that meeting I was sitting in the back of that meeting and that's the meeting where I identified as a as a newcomer and I had never done that in all the years I've been going to AA, I'd never done that. I'd never taken any of it seriously. But on this day, I I was really deflated. I was really, really... Couldn't imagine the next 10 seconds of my life. I just had nothing. And I was sitting in the back of the meeting, and I was looking around, and I wasn't really thinking. I talk about it now as if I was thinking, but I really wasn't thinking. I was I was devastated. I was just lost. I was just out of all ideas. And I just I remember I remember it occurring to me that the people there were sober somehow and that I didn't know how. I didn't put a lot of thought into it beyond that. Other than to say I I Whatever that power was, and I didn't even say it like this to myself. I just, I surrendered to whatever was happening there. Whatever was going on there, I didn't even say I surrendered. It's not even like that. It's a state of mind that I was in. Probably the only time in my entire life I was humble. (laughs) And something happened to me when I was leaving there. And 
I can't really explain it. But something happened to me when I got in my car. And all of a sudden I was just... I had this... I've said this before. I, I had like a bouquet of fingers of blame that were pointed out to everybody in the world up until that moment. And they all felt them turn around slowly and point at me. And I felt relief. I felt... I knew two things about that. I knew it wasn't me. And I knew I would never be able to explain it. But that moment... That was my first experience with God, as I understand God. Bill Wilson had an experience like that, Towns Hospital, mentioned in the big book. Where all of a sudden he said, you know, who are you to say that there's no God? And something happened to him. He called it a hot flash spiritual experience. And that, that happened to me. Right after that, when I got in my car, I started to I was just obsessed with God. I just knew there was a God. I just knew it. And then, I mean, a day later, I, I started to doubt it. <laughs> After that, I started to doubt it. And I started to say, well, maybe that was just my imagination. Was that my imagination? No, it wasn't my imagination. And I'd gone through so many periods in my sobriety where I doubted that. But I could never make it go away. It was so profound of an experience. It was so powerful that even in my darkest, most pitch black moments in sobriety, that split second of an experience has sustained me. It has been enough. And since then, I've had many, many experiences with God, as I understand God. And my relationship with God has changed drastically throughout the years. And after all that, I became an atheist again. And then I hated God. And then I loved God. And I, you know, just, it's been all over the place. Before landing somewhere, it's stayed for many, many years now. But this week, I'm just going to kind of walk you through that and um, that was my first moment with God I didn't even really it was too big to think about it was bigger than me I knew it was not me which was a big deal because I Even when I was in the throes, I had a pretty good ability to watch myself think. And I and I I I could see me scheming all the time. If you came up to me and said, There's a thousand reasons you need to do this, immediately I would have a thousand and one reasons why I didn't need to do it. So I was used to bullshitting myself about all kinds of stuff. I was very familiar with that. And I knew this was not me. That's what I knew. I knew it wasn't me. Actually, I knew three things about it. It wasn't me. I can never explain to anybody. And that God is good. 
I guess that's the biggest thing that I learned. Because I had done nothing to warrant that experience. Except be a complete asshole. Fall ass backwards into this. Treating people terribly for years. And it was just... The feeling was that God was okay with all of it and I had a clean slate and it's so hard to explain. <laughs> so I will pick up where I'm leaving off tomorrow morning. But food for thought for today, that's it. We'll just call this a little God shot. Stupid. And, uh, yeah, I want to thank my unicorn for making this episode possible. I don't know why my life was saved, but I'm going to go try to live a life in the world saving, and I hope you do the same.